0: Hey, folks, welcome back to another Brush Pile Fishing Podcast right here on iHeartRadio. I'm Russ Bailey, your host, and we have a great guest in store for you today. As a matter of fact, to my knowledge, him and his partner still, to this day, the only people to ever win two national tournament trail championships in the same year. That's right. Kyle Shane here is going to be our guest. Uh, Kyle's a good friend of mine from the state of Illinois. We've done several shows together. And uh, as a matter of fact, we need to be scheduling another one. So stay tuned. Kyle Shane here is the guest. We'll be right back right here on iHeartRadio with Brush Pile Fishing. Mm-hmm. Folks, Russ Bailey here. Welcome back to Brush Pile Fishing. And as we talked in the opening, we have a super, super guest today. Uh, Kyle Shane here from Illinois. Kyle, how are we doing today?
1: Doing awesome, bud. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good, man. It's a little bit cold here.
1: (laughs) It's pretty cold here, too. (laughs)
0: I'll tell you what, man. The older I get, winter just does not agree with me very well.
1: (laughs) I hear you. I hear you.
0: Kyle, let's talk about... So the first time we met, I think we met through Facebook or something, and and I knew you were guiding, and we got in touch with each other, and uh, the first show we ever did was actually on the Ohio River.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: I remember it well. I remember how hot it was, because you said, man, we're going to be fishing the river in June or July, whenever it was. Man, it was hot. And uh, you said, man, we're going to be fishing three to five foot of water. I thought, man, is he crazy? And then we get down there, folks. Let me tell you, you know, we tried to tell about some of the things that happens behind the scenes, I guess you'd call it on the show. So it's the first time I ever met Kyle's when we got there. We were staying at a cottage the night before we taped. And, of course, we had thunderstorms roll in. I mean, lightning, thunder, it was crazy. And I set my clock to get up pretty early. I got up, man. Kyle was already dressed, coffee going. He was, like, ready to go. I said, man, did you get any sleep? Kyle, you said you were so nervous about doing that show, and uh, you didn't sleep hardly <laughs> at all that night.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's before we really got into the tournament trail and never been on film before, and so there's definitely a bit, little bit of nerves before that one. <laughs> and, you know, we ended up
0: getting a really nice show there, but, again, what the people didn't realize, we would go out, we would get to fish for about a half an hour, and then the storms come in. We'd have to go back to the dock, get no covered slip, We'd wait it out, we'd go back out, and that happened several times during that day.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that well. And it was a pretty good clip back to the boat ramp, too.
0: It was a long ride, because I remember at the end of the day, even though we tried to get out, man, I was soaked. So, <laughs> you know, you could have you planned that a little bit better with the weather, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, and like you said, that was before you started fishing the national tournament trails, um, and then you and your partner Rodney started fishing the ACT, Crappie USA, Crappie Masters. Um, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about
1: winning two championships in the same year. Man, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was uh it was a scenario. There was there were two tournaments kind of set up for, for our style, heavy cover, uh fishing multiple poles and and they were two two tournaments set up that year that were, were close by you know uh we got family kids and and uh time to get away was getting getting a little bit harder at that point and uh so we did a lot of scouting for it and uh we're fortunate enough to win both
0: so, did you did you fish the same techniques basically same, both lakes
1: no no really total opposite we were fishing uh, uh shallow ledges on Kentucky Lake uh what what I say shallow and more of a mid depth kind of kind of ate uh 14 foot of water uh at the time of that classic it was pretty hot so we knew deep fish was going to be harder to keep alive uh the better quality fish we were catching white crappies so they're even even harder yet to keep alive uh late summer so we were trying to go for a mid-depth bite uh and fishing shallow ledges or mid-depth ledges and, and off current breaks and and fishing heavy structure down below the water so uh on patoka we were fishing super super shallow uh, about a foot and a half of water uh six rods buried in one of our most productive spots was a beaver hut Uh, and we were we were buried in that probably most of the day on the first day and uh the way the rules were then you could be on the water at midnight and so we put the boat in at 1201 on on the morning of day two and did some side scanning and found one more little shallow top in about two foot of water that that we kicked three more good tournament fish off of uh day two so um so it was a good stretch yeah i mean two that year and then we won uh the kentucky lake won the following year so it was it was a really cool run i remember your your classic on Potoka. i was actually
0: in the uh the camera boat day two And uh, I remember you guys were in super, super shallow water. You were basically right up on the bank. I remember that, and I remember sending the drone over to bother you guys a little bit. Of course, Joe Joe don't let me run it, man. I just got to watch him run it and send it over and bother you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Kyle, you also, now, you didn't do much tournament fishing uh, in 2019,
1: did you? No, we kind of decided to take a break from it last year. actually i I put on social media we had i had some health issues going on that kind of sidelined us last year uh and and like i said this year we got uh kids at the age man they're playing ball all over the place uh i think my oldest boy's playing basketball from chicago to texas this upcoming year and uh rodney's got a got the same deal going on with his kids so it's just it, and we're super super competitive at it so when we go for it we kind of go all in on it and we know right now we just can't devote the time to to do it and uh as much as we hate being spectators but uh i can remember a time though i can remember a time
0: when your boys were a lot younger and you were kind of following me on facebook and Seeing all the stuff my boy was into and you said, Man, you're on the road sure. all the time. And I and I remember telling you, You'll see one day. You will see. Right. And here right. we are, man. The, right. the, the the roles have reversed. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, yeah. I, I keep up on your boys too, man. And uh yeah, it's it's you know what though, and, and as much as we love fishing, when it comes to that, watching your kids do stuff like that, man, you never get that opportunity back. So it's, that's right That's right. It, nothing like it in the world that's for sure so kyle yeah. even though you kind of took some time off from the tournament fishing uh you run your guide service and let me tell you brother i, I look at the p- pictures every day and people might think well illinois is kind of a northern state so in the winter he's not going to be doing that man that is the opposite and as a matter of fact let, let's tell another show story shall we Um, so Kyle calls me, he said, Hey, you need to get over to Kincaid and catch these big fish. And I said, okay, when, when you talk, he said, December. And I remember we went, it was like a week before Christmas. And folks, when I say it was cold, it was cold, cold, cold. (laughs) And this was during my old show, Midwest crappie. And, uh, we got out there and we were fishing. If I remember it was like 35, 40 foot down and we were live uh bait fishing and against that great big wall bluff, man, it's beautiful, too. And you could hear the ice crackling in there. It's pretty neat scenery. And uh, I had just caught, like, a pretty nice big white bass. So I dropped back down, and uh, it's it's like a deer hunting story. You never forget it. But I dropped back down, and I get a hook set on one, and I could tell it's big. And I'm bringing it up, folks. And Kyle so, turns around and says, hey, you got another one? I said, yes, yeah. I, I think I got another white bass. Well, Kincaid at that time was very, very clear. So when that fish was about three or four foot from coming up, I seen his mouth pop open and seen he was a crappie. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Actually got a three pounder on tape. Um, that was cool. And it was a three pound black crappie, folks. It was amazing. And I remember because we we wanted to get some photos later, we put it in the live well. And if you remember this, my cameraman back in was Jeff Tobin. And Jeff <laughs> Three or four times, man, kept looking in the live well, and it's like Jeff—he ain't going nowhere, man. And and, and he—I think he was more excited than we were, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but no, uh, you uh, you do quite a bit of guiding, and and tell the folks winter can be a great time to to hit get them Illinois crappie.
1: Yeah, man, it can. It, it, we're fortunate—we live in the southern most part of the state, so. Uh, <sighs> the weather most time in the winter is fairly mild and and the the cool thing about this part uh, of the state is we got a really really diverse bodies of water that we fish you know you've been on Wren with me which is a mid-depth stained kind of lake with a a lot of stumps and and bushes and brush along the bank Uh, Kincaid's a deep clear lake uh, and Egypt's a hot water lake so uh, 12 months out of the year there's there's a bite somewhere uh, going on down here.
0: Now, if someone wants to book a trip with you, um, what's the easiest way or the best way for them to get in touch with you?
1: I tell you what, nowadays, uh, with so many ways to contact, through social media, email, Facebook, uh, you know, phone call, text, uh, by phone or text is, is the best way to get a hold of me quickly because, boy, sometimes I get up to fifteen twenty Facebook messages a day and sometimes unfortunately they get buried. So uh the best way to reach me by phone six one eight three one four two nine six seven uh shoot me a, a phone call or a text would be absolute quickest way to get me. There you go. Kyle, if you had a choice
0: for winter fishing, what lake are you gonna fish there?
1: Oh that's a tough one. Uh I would say Kincaid deep ledges i love that bite love love hooking up big fish down 30 40 foot plus uh but but the challenge of lake of egypt is pretty cool too you're you're dealing with hot water uh and cold temps outside so obviously your warm water is going to be at the surface that time of year and wind direction is a huge key to locating them fish at the kind of lake there'll be thousands of fish in an area one day and you get immediate wind and and they're totally relocating so uh time of year it's a time of year in a body of water that that it's probably the most challenging i've i've seen all and that's fishing tournaments all across the country so uh that's that's pretty cool too so it'd be a toss-up between them two Okay, let's stick on Kincaid. So if someone wanted to
0: book that winter trip, you said you're going to be fishing deep water. What kind of techniques are you going to be using? What kind of equipment are you going to be using?
1: Uh, It it depends kind of on what they want to do. I've got a lot of clients nowadays that really want to learn how to fish multiple poles. Uh, So we could be doing a setup like that with probably uh, even fairly lightweight, too, probably quarter to half ounce, uh, even though we're fishing depths. In 30 40 foot uh, just because we're crawling through heavy heavy cover so uh, it would be that or e- either like a drop shot or a bottom bounce setup uh, you know, on am to be in 12 foot bgjp or if we're pushing multiple poles it'd be a, a 16 foot bgjp gotcha um one last
0: thing before we go kyle i want to bring this up and and hopefully we'll get you back on about this time of year but um, several years ago, we did a show fishing the bushes up on Rend. And when I say fishing the bushes, folks, you are lower, you're getting that rod tip over the bushes that are on the shoreline where the shallow water <laughs> is, and you're releasing it by hand and lowering that bobber and that minnow rig down through all these branches, and then trying to bring it up when you catch fish in about a half foot to a foot of water. Kyle, when normally does that bite start?
1: Uh, it could be anywhere from March through the beginning of June, uh, and spawning is a long process, so it, that kind of depends on the weather we get. Uh, I've caught spawning fish in southern Illinois as early as late February. So, uh, But but on a typical year, I would say April, May, through the, the whole two-month stretch, you're going to be catching spawning fish.
0: There you go. and And, folks, if you've never done that, it is a challenge the first time. But I'll tell you what, you talk about some beautiful fish because we're in, when they're in that shallow water and in that buck brush, uh, the colors on these things. You know, you've heard about the crappie having their tuxedos on. You're not going to catch many darker fish than what you're going to see there. They are absolutely beautiful. They're thick as can be. And uh, Kyle guarantees that he'll keep you away from all the snakes. Is that true, Kyle?
1: i remember having to make you that promise for sure
0: oh <laughs> uh, shoot man we had some conversations about snakes didn't we <laughs> yeah we did so well kyle i'll tell you what man we sure appreciate you joining us here on brush pile fishing and uh hope to have you back and we have talked i know you've been busy guiding, but we definitely need to get another show put together maybe this spring
1: that'd be awesome man look forward to it
0: All right, Kyle Shane here, multiple national champions. He's won a ton of boats. He's won this and that, but he's a great guide. And the thing, too, folks, if you hire Kyle, um, and I'm speaking from fishing with him, you're going to learn a lot of things. He's going to want you to catch the fish, and he's going to explain to you how and why, and it's things that you can take um, when you leave there and try on your own. So uh, if you're interested in getting a trip any of those lakes in, in Illinois, give Kyle a call. Kyle, again, thanks for joining us, buddy.
1: Hey, my pleasure, buddy. Anytime.
0: All right. And right now, folks, before we look at some tournament action, let's talk. Uh, give some thanks to some sponsors we have. Of course, B&M Rod Company. B&M, uh, by far, they're the oldest sponsors I have. Uh, they've been with me from the get-go, from my old days, in Midwest crappie. And they're the best rods on the market, bar none. So, Jack, I sure appreciate everything you do. Uh, slime line, been using that. Uh, not doing much fishing here in Ohio right now, but here this spring I'll be relining the poles and getting out there. Bonehead tackle, um, you know, you've heard me talk about the brush glider. I absolutely love that bait. It's so versatile. Many ways to use it. Crappie magnets, give me them slab magnets. I like those big baits. And you know, one of the things up here in the north, a lot of anglers think you've got to use the little, little jigs. Man, I like using them big jigs. Uh, Put that big bait in front of them fish's uh, head and they're going to hit it, especially the bigger fish. Uh, But right now, uh, let's see, let's talk a little tournament action. Let's start with the December 14th, the two tournaments for the Kentucky Crappie Trail. They'll have one at Nolan Lake and one on Cumberland. Uh, The Indiana Slabmasters, they'll be starting a brand new season in 2020. Their schedule is out. Check them out on their website. Uh, Unique Club, the Kentucky Panfish Club. You can check them out on Facebook. Crop USA, next tournament December 7th on the St. John's River in Florida. And you've heard me talk about it before. We did a couple shows on the St. John's. I love that style of fishing down there. Uh, It's shallow water. It's big black crappie, and they are normally aggressive as heck this time of year. Crappie Masters, they'll start their 2020 season off also on the St. John's River. They'll be there January 31st and February 1st. For more, check them out on their website. The ACT coming up with a brand new um, format in 2020. They're going to have three tournaments that are pro-am division. That's right. Uh, You can join as an amateur and get in the boat with one of the touring pros. Not only do you have a chance to win some money, cash prizes, but you are going to have the opportunity to learn from some of the best tournament anglers in the country. You definitely want to check that out. Check out the ACT, the American Crappie Trail, on their website. The Northeast Ohio Crappie Club, they are done for 2019, but should have their 2020 schedule up here soon. You can check them out on their website. One of the nation's oldest, the Magnolia Crappie Club. Their next tournament December 7th uh, at the Okeechobee Lake. And that, you can check more information out on their website. The Twin Lakes Crappie Club. Uh, I think they are done for this year, but check them out on Facebook for all information about 2020. The uh, Okeechobee Crappie Series. December 21st. Their next tournament, and you can check them out on Facebook. And finally, the east tennessee crappie club my good friend matt zenas runs at their next tournament december 21st on lake chickamauga uh that lake in tennessee i really love fishing i've been there several times and those fish should be stacked on some of that deep water brush pile. So, if you're interested in any of our tournament trails, check them out, folks. If you have a tournament trail you'd like to to talk about, just send us the information through our Facebook page or email, whatever is most convenient to you. Um, before we wrap things up, again, just want to let you know our new series starts December 30th um, on the Pursuit Channel, and make sure you go to our Facebook. And like and share, folks. We try to keep all the information updated for you on there. Or if you want to see some of the old shows that we had, all of our shows are on our, um, not Facebook page, but they're on our website. They're on our YouTube channel. They are 100% free to watch. You don't have to join anything. You don't have to pay any membership fees. Just pick the show you want to see, click on it, and you can watch it whenever you want. If it's 3 o'clock in the morning, you're up, bored to death, there you go. Check out Brush Pile Fishing. Um, The other thing... We are going to have a Cyber Monday sale. All the things that you see us use. You know, we talked about b and Bonehead and Slime Line and Crappie Magnet. All of our products will be um, up there. We're going to have some specials on them. Again, that's Cyber Monday. For more information on that, make sure you keep checking out our Facebook page. Folks, it's been great talking with Kyle Shane here today. And uh, you stay tuned because next week we'll be back with a brand new podcast right here on iHeartRadio. Further down, Russ Bailey and Brush Pile Fishing signing off. See you next week.